hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? I thought that might be you. And if so, we have created our best ever yet resource for you. Totally free. This is a masterclass. I've called it my masterclass because I have put everything into this, right? This masterclass is designed for you if you have HA or have had HA and are dealing with suboptimal cycles and you're serious about restoring those babies to full optimization and you want to create the ideal foundation for a pregnancy. This is going to be for you. So in this masterclass, I'm going to provide you a lot of things, including a lot of case studies, mine, Ashley's and Mishi's, as well as lots of our past clients and what their challenges were and what they had to do to overcome it. And we cover a really wide variety of types of cases of HA. So everything from primary amenorrhea and missing periods for years and years to short-term amenorrhea and what we did to handle that situation as well and how long it took these people to go from HA to pregnant with this system and how long it took them to go from HA to ovulating, of course, with this system. So lots of information, lots of case studies, lots of stats. We go through why this is not a weight gain plan and how we actually divide you into phases, the three phases of HA and determine what your starting point is so that you have a good idea of where you need to start with your actual changes and lifestyle and nutrition changes. We even cover questions like HA and people with a normal BMI and recovery for people who have had HA for too long. There's so much in this 60-minute masterclass. Y'all, I'm impressed. And at the end, I'll also be running you through how to get a free HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis through us, which is a part of our process for recovery and preconception clients that we're happily going to give you for free 99 as a massive thank you, of course, for joining the masterclass. So go to the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass. Hey, and welcome to the HA podcast. I'm Danny Sheriff, the host of this podcast, the founder of the HA Society and an HA recovery coach who has walked wherever you currently are. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. I would love it if you could rate and review this podcast, five stars only, to help make this podcast easier for other women with HA to find it. And last thing, nothing from this show should be taken as medical advice. Please seek the advice of your physician. The HA Society is taking clients. Coach Ashley and I work one-on-one with HAs, as we call you, to help you figure out a plan and of course, implement it and stay accountable. Whether you've worked with a health practitioner already and you just want to stay accountable and strategic with the plan that they've laid out for you, or you want to start from scratch looking at all the aspects of your recovery needs and to create a game plan to reach those needs, then we are definitely your girls. When you sign up to work one-on-one with one of us, we're going to go over your history, your biggest obstacles, Ensure that we're taking into account your specific goals. 
and start making a plan to reach them. So those goals could be getting your period back, could be getting pregnant, could be getting back to exercise or sport, or simply working on your mindset around your body image and long-term recovery. We also can teach you the fertility awareness method. So if you want to learn that so that you have the skills you need to go out into the world on your own without fear of getting HA again, we have got your back. So our coaching packages are either weekly or bi-weekly and only a month at a time commitment. So you're not paying tons and tons of money for five, six months. It's month to month, which is awesome. makes perfect sense for period recovery, right? So to learn about other women's experiences working with us and to apply for a coaching spot plus ask any questions that you might have before getting started, just go to thehasociety.com forward slash coaching. Hey guys, today I am reading you a little bit from a blog post that I recently wrote about HA being temporary. If you like this episode, if you want to get into the whole blog you're reading thing, just head to articles.thehasociety.com. I do post more articles. Um, I don't just podcast and stuff, so go check it out. But I wanted to share this one in podcast form too. I think it's really important. I'm always talking about this subject, this topic, or reminding clients and members of the society and just people who DM me and that kind of thing about this very important fact, right? So let's just get into it. Are you of the mindset that although HA recovery is super important, some elements of it are going to ruin your life? quote unquote, you're never like you're telling yourself, right? You're never going to be able to lose weight again if you want a healthy period or you're never going to be able to push your body in exercise or sports again if you want to cycle regularly. Well, that's why I wanted to write this or read this to you guys, right? I'm here to provide some words of encouragement today that all elements of HA recovery get to be temporary if you want them to be but let me break that down a little bit because i know it's a little bit like huh thought we're trying to break down the mold of diet culture and all that kind of thing and we are but i mean technically all of these things are temporary and this is going to help you so let me explain hypothetical question i get this a lot will you be able to work on your body composition again okay so i consider working on your body composition as using diet and or exercise to change your body's muscle mass build muscle mass lose body fat or shape and sculpt your body whatever you want to call it making changes to your body um is one thing Body composition is it's more complex than just weight loss. It's taking actions that change the physical composition of your body. If that makes sense. I know using the word in the definitions, not that helpful, but it's more than just losing excessive body fat, right? It's typically the process of some fat loss, some muscle mass building in different ways in a, in a specific to a specific program with a specific goal. There is this fear that with intentional weight gain for period recovery comes inconceivable weight gain, loss of muscle definition and 
life-altering body composition changes that can never be undone that you feel negative about and you know if you specifically they can never be undone because you want to remain healthy you want to keep cycling you want great hormone health you don't want to spiral back into the habits and behaviors that being hyper focused on changing your body created okay but at the same time you're struggling because those things have been important to you in the past and they're often the, the thing that's making it hard for you to commit to getting your period back right it's complicated Remember that when you lost your period, it was because you pushed your body past the point that it could handle, not because you're not allowed to pursue diet and exercise or what, you know, any of those things. That was actually the reason. So there is a balance and you now get the opportunity to reset your body and start that balance again, if you so choose. I'm not telling anyone what they should or shouldn't do this article does not reflect what i do but there's no right or wrong here it's entirely possible that you come out on the other side of ha recovery with zero interest whatsoever in returning to a diet again and if that ends up happening for you then clearly you're not going to mind at the time so you just don't let the fear that you have today dictate how you're going to feel in the future you just you just don't have control over that so i will say that i've been away from dieting for over two years maybe three now i'm not good with time and the desire for me to do it again has just never come back i was afraid that i'd never be able to move on from my obsession with diet and exercise but here i am I'm no longer afraid of losing the obsession, but I'm happily living without the obsession. If when you get to the other side of recovery, you do want to pursue weight loss, there are safer, slower avenues you can take that get you there. And now you're armed with a better understanding of your cycle health, right? So weight loss is not something that anyone in the world should be doing intensely. End of story. Crash diets cleanses neurotic food control it's not ideal for anyone and just because you see other women or other people doing it does not mean that some people can do it but you just can't there's always repercussions whether you see them in other people or not this means you're not missing out on anything okay instead You've been given an opportunity to do it again and do it differently, taking it slower, more sustainable, and to approach in a way that just doesn't impact your quality of life. When you're ready, you'll know what to look for in professional help, as in like a a really great trainer, a nutrition coach that's not going to take you down to 20 grams of fat a day or something, right? Whether you get a coach or take the advice from a professional online or just do it yourself, you know now who is giving good information and who isn't based on this experience of hypothalamic amenorrhea recovery alone. So with that, remember that your current break from dieting is temporary. The sooner you adhere to recovery, the sooner you will recover. You'll have a healthy period for a solid amount of time. And then if you so choose, you can try weight loss again.
everything is temporary and everything is on the table for you if you want it to be when the time comes okay so the reason i'm telling you this i'm just gonna fast forward or probably you know what i'll leave it till the end there's a reason i'm telling you this okay so just hold your judgments around this message until the end okay a second very popular question will i be able to train or exercise at a high level again right maybe body composition is not even the goal but you really miss running you really miss your sport okay this is for my athletes <laughs> just like my answer above with body composition Getting back to high-level training is possible because now you understand better how to fuel your body, how to balance training and rest, the importance of rest and sleep, all that. And that's just the tip of the iceberg, right? With this journey comes something extra exciting, real gains, okay? This is my personal trainer background, fitness enthusiast, ex-athlete coming out excited about this, right? When you have a J, you're not performing at your best, even if you think you might be. Maybe you were performing pretty good. Maybe you were hitting records. But the truth is, you could have been doing even better. Okay? There is nothing more amazing than a woman whose hormones are firing on all cylinders. And nothing more impactful than a woman whose hormones are running on fumes. As in, negatively impactful. Okay, when you had HA, you could perform decently sometimes because you're training hard, you're running on adrenaline and you're talented. But what if you could double your performance and you just didn't know? When I see clients and society members take considerable time off from training and then return, we see a, a positive effect in their training and honestly their cycles, their basal body temperature, all these things start improving, but we do see this positive impact in their training when they start doing less of it. And they get to experience these newbie gains again when they take a lot of time off and they come back. And those are just always fun and exciting and bring you new love and energy into what you're doing. Your strength and performance, it doesn't take long to come back up. Even if you had years off, you'll feel amazing making so many personal bests and records and stuff like that really soon you also get to approach training with a new mindset training smarter not harder many of us get in this ha situation because we have been led to believe that more is better not improving your time or your numbers train more frequently and intensely is the answer right not losing any weight train more frequently and intensely not happy with yesterday's performance head to the gym Try again, train more frequently, add more intensely. And are you not gaining the muscle that you were hoping to gain? You bet. Train more frequently and intensely. It's the same freaking answer for everything. And the truth is that the more, more, more strategy, it stops working pretty shortly after puberty. In my experience in weightlifting, the young ones are the only ones doing the double sessions over the summer break to the extent like to the high intensity extent and it's just for the summer i've definitely seen and been through double sessions later in my career but it was like taking one training session and breaking it into two versus 
two intense training sessions a day. While you're going through puberty and your growth rates and hormones are through the roof, your athletic adaptation is completely different to what it is when you're in your 20s. As you become a grown-ass woman, your body's going to respond better to more efficient training modalities and regimes. It's just the way it is. It's proven. And this is especially true as you continue to age. Less is more and training less frequently, putting in strong, solid efforts on a well-fed, well-rested body is going to yield you better results. The best part is that you get to spend less time in the gym and see more results. It's amazing, right? Honestly, this advice, it goes for the body composition people too that I spoke about earlier. It's really all the same and I would re- I would approach reintroducing any kind of exercise and diet in the same way, just with a more narrowed focus. I know a question on your mind is, how long will recovery take me? And I know that because I get that question a lot. And it's tough because the timeline can be really unknown. And look, I can't give you a magic answer that's 100% accurate. But what I can do is ask you a whole lot of questions to understand things like what your lifestyle is, where your mindset's at, what have you already tried? What are you willing to try and not willing to try? And a lot more questions like that to determine a general range that you could expect. So I created a quiz to help get that answer to you because I was asking these types of questions to girls all the time. So I thought I'd make a quiz and it's called how long might it take to get my period back? (laughs) The quiz. So Once you go through it and you answer the questions, it will give you not just a time range, but a quick description of how you might be feeling to help you connect with that answer and see and make sure, yes, like this fits, this feels good for me. And don't worry, these ranges don't have to be set in stone at all. The goal is to allow you to look at the range that came based on your answers and decide you know do I want to do this or do I want to speed this up so once you get your range you'll also get a few emails from me that week with some important tips that are specific to you to help you work through some of the roadblocks that could be slowing you down and in turn speed up your recovery time frame so Take the quiz now. Just head to quiz.thehasociety.com or find the link in the show notes and let's do this. That's quiz.thasociety.com. So remembering that HA recovery is temporary is actually a tool. Whether you use it or not, you don't have to, but it can be a tool. And I use this with clients all the time. This is the reason I wanted to explain to actually talk about this subject, right? You might be thinking, what do you mean it's a tool? Like how in the world can I use the thought, all of this is just temporary as a tool? And I think it's really simple, okay? Before you discovered you actually had HA and you dove into body acceptance and body literacy and you started to wake up to all of the diet culture messages around you, you had judgments, Judgments around people who gained weight, around people who didn't exercise a whole bunch, people who didn't watch what they ate or understand any of these things that you value, like 
working out every single day. You probably judge them. Now you see things through a different lens and it's easy to transfer that judgment now to people who are similar to how you used to be. Now you see people who who glorify looking and performing a certain way through a new lens, a more suspicious, a more critical lens. You might even feel a little more worldly than them at the same time and envious sometimes of their ignorance, right? Or just their body's tolerance to quote-unquote handle it all, okay? It's okay. (laughs) It's human nature and we're going to work through these thought processes because doing so can become the tool for allowing you to move through HA recovery with way less emotional turmoil, So if you can remove the bias and the judgment that you have now developed around going back to pursuing body composition goals and stuff like that, can you actually use it as something to help get you through HA recovery? Do you have a bias that going back to exercise means you'll lose your period again? Do you have a bias that going back to a diet means you'll lose your period again. Do you have a bias that to go back to either of those things means that you've actually failed at learning to love yourself and HA recovery in some way? Heck, do you have a bias that getting plastic surgery is cheating in some way, okay? There's a bunch of people who have, you know, their boyfriend or something's like just said, well, it's okay, you can like just get plastic surgery. Because our partners say funny things sometimes. Um, but do you have an immediate judgment around that suggestion? What if you could decide that none of these options held any weight, right? It doesn't matter if you do go back to exercise. It doesn't matter if you do do a diet again. You know, what if you could decide that it doesn't, like, the, these things don't need to have judgments. They don't need to have significant meaning behind them that getting your period is one thing and changing your body is another thing right now there's a correlation right there's a correlation things went too far but does it really mean that you can never try this kind of thing again now listen caveat there are absolutely people who have a very strong or a very robust background with the eating disorder, with anorexia, with bulimia. And for these people, right, you know, I'm going to acknowledge that this message potentially doesn't resonate as much because leaving yourself open to those options isn't always a strategy that works for everyone. But closing yourself up to, off to all of these options, it's also not a strategy that works for everyone. So I'm really talking to, you know, my girls that this works for that this perspective shift works for. And like all podcasts, like all advice you get, take what works, leave what doesn't work, okay? You don't have to feel any feelings if you don't want to leave any of these options on the table. But I've seen it really help some other women to leave these options on the table. Okay, so sidetrack there, but it's important. What if these these things these biases that we have right this this idea of changing your body and and losing weight one day or getting back to the gym and focusing on athletic achievements one day 
what if that didn't have to contradict getting your period back and getting healthy again and fixing your hormones if you wanted to what if you could have both one day and it literally meant nothing about you or your recovery success what if it was just neutral Sometimes I think it's like social media. We're always comparing ourselves and our lives to others. And in the disordered eating and HA space, it's no different. If you don't recover and then become totally body positive, then you failed. And this means that we just don't think we need to recover our cycles, but we need to recover them and never again touch what got us here with a 10-foot pole. This all or nothing mindset, this black and white thinking is part of what makes committing and following through really hard. And for those that do fully commit, it's part of what makes it so emotionally stressful. What if you were just committed to recovery now and put everything on the table to return to it one day in the future, but allow that to be this comfortable thought that gets you through? Okay, you actually may never intend to go back to the gym. But if the thought of never going back to the gym is so stressful that it's actually stopping you from taking action at all towards your period, because, you know, what if you never go back to the gym? Just remove that judgment and say, I can go back to the gym if I really want to. And that is allowing me to stop right now and eat the food I need to eat and recover my period and my hormones and do what I got to do. You might find that it helps you with relapses and recovery because you're not being restricted from it forever. You're looking at it with a more, this is temporary, not right now mindset. You don't have to mourn it. You just have to say, see you later. Then you might find that once you're on the other side, feeling better, less anxious and less out of control. You don't want those old goals in the same way as you did when you first went into all of this. Like I said earlier, you cannot unlearn what you've learned from this journey. You're so much more likely to approach it differently, see any signs of period problems and resolve them along the way before they become something more again, right? You've now evolved through this process. So that's why I say HA is temporary. You call the shots. You can't let what some girls in a Facebook group say or what authors in a book write or what people on a podcast say be the thing that makes you decide what you can and can't have back in your life after all of this. Every option is on the table for you. So just focus on getting your period back right now and stop being hyper-focused on what it could mean for the future or could not mean for the future. I have honestly no idea if any of this made sense, but I just wanted to give you permission to not be so all or nothing with your recovery. So like this is successful and this means I'm not successful and this is failure and this is winning. If it's not helping you to recover, remove the rules and expectations on yourself for what your recovery looks like. I guess that's the message I'm trying to get across here. And please let me know if this resonated. And please let me know if you were like, this didn't help. This made me more confused. I'm always down to have a conversation about it with you guys. 
and I just am looking for new ways to help certain people with a mindset shift because like I said before it's not the same for everyone hard and fast rules can be stressful for some and the ability to be more flexible to to let go of like what this means for my future can be really helpful and it honestly helped me a lot and it helps me even today so yeah I hope this was interesting to some people at least thanks guys and I'll see you next week thank you so much for listening today guys please subscribe to the podcast and if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are googling around to find the podcast really easily so if you do that you're doing a service to all of the women